most beautiful woman in the world. Sorry, listeners, I just wanted to recreate the experience of the opening of this film. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay. Oh, hi. Uh, hello Frame and welcome. one. <laughs> Bonus episode, Kill James Bond. You know who we are, who just we in are. case you don't. It's Hamas Goldwalk Kelly, joined by my friends, Devin and Abigail Thorne. Hey. What's up? Set you, in, set you in the wrong order. It feels viscerally wrong. Yeah, I was going to say, yo, I just got, I just I, I got fucking upgraded. Promoted you. Yeah. Shit, I've been downgraded. Fuck. Oh, That's you're the right. Devon now. Tragic. <laughs> oh, 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 I have to do so much behind the scenes work now. <laughs> Weirdly, me becoming the Abbey means I have to go to the gym more, which is. <laughs> Joined as always by my friends Abigail Thorne and yes, Devon. Yes, you top, can baby. consider that a system of rank. Oh. So, <laughs> so, so it was my pick. You got to keep the talent happy, you know. It was it was my pick for uh, the first bonus episode of the season of Solidarity, and I did something that I threatened to do for a long time, which is to make you all watch a Paolo Sorrentino movie. Um, mm-hmm. In this case, 2005's. The Consequences of Love, La Consequenza dell'amore, um, a movie about lonely Italian men. Yes, primarily. Mm-hmm. Lonely Italian men in your area just want heroin. <laughs> <laughs> My wife My- is not talking to me. I don't want to remarry. I only want heroin. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was I was trying to save up the fact that I had the in the back. Not the drop I wanted. <laughs> I was trying to. I was, that's a drawback. Well, that's good. Yeah, I was trying oh. to save up the fact that I had heroin saved up, but you know, whatever. <laughs> so, At least someone else who's got heroin saved up. It's the guy this from guy. the movie. The the guy from the movie. The consequences of love. So, um, this, this movie, I I I kind of struggle to introduce it a little bit because. There's some mystery to it. It's quite slow in terms of what it reveals to you. Uh, and we've sort of done most of it in the first three minutes, 35 seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so it begins with this sort of like... Sorry, it begins with a shot of the most beautiful woman in the world. Mm-hmm. Yes, the most beautiful woman in the world. Uh, also a guy taking a weirdly, really long travelator. Yes. Uh, like, a, you know, those horizontal escalators yeah. with a big suitcase. Real... Like, you're watching a film ass opening shot. Like, yeah, I- it takes him, like, five minutes fully, and it's uninterrupted of him going forward. I was like, when I was trying to get home from Chicago, this is basically what it felt like. See, every shot of a film is a you're watching a film ass shot, but also I understand mm-hmm. exactly what you mean when you say that. It's very much like cinema. Yes, there's there's some, some like, pretensions here, but it earns them, I think. Um Especially like jolt, being jolted out of that shot by uh, him reaching the end of this travelator. If you didn't know, that's what those horizontal escalators are called. Now you do, um, and like pulling the suitcase over the grate and it making the really like dissonant like noise. And then we meet lonely Italian man in your area. <laughs> as long <laughs> um, as your area is Switzerland. Yes, Ticino specifically in the southern Italian-speaking bit of Switzerland, where we will spend the rest of this movie. Lonely Dilfs just want heroin. <laughs> he his wants are more complex than just heroin. Yes, that's, that's true. true. He also wants the most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Ostensibly, he has no wants to start with. Mm-hmm. Um, he is this sort of like older Italian man, very like uh, well dressed, lots of like suits and, and turtlenecks, absolutely serious and sort of 
pointedly ignoring the most beautiful woman in the world who is, you know, the the waitress in, as we later find out, like the cafe of the hotel mm-hmm. where he lives. But he's doing that meme with the guy standing in the corner of the party, people dancing, being like, no one here knows I'm a very serious older Italian man. Yes. And they're all going, we all know you're a very serious older <laughs> Italian man. Because <laughs> he's he's watching this young man who's like hitting on two women and also the bartender. Um, mm. And he's like, gives this monologue in voiceover about like, oh, it's, it's so, life is so boring. And like, it's so boring when dudes hit on girls. Why do, why do, why do Stacey's always go out with chads? See, there's, there's more nuance to it than that, because what he says is, and this is his opening line, by the way, the worst thing for a man who spends a lot of time alone is lack of imagination. And so he looks at this guy with the women with him, and the most beautiful woman in the world, who is kind of like flirting with him, she's like bending over the table so he can see down her top, and he's like, you know, normal people would speculate about what this guy does, what his deal is, would like imagine a whole like inner life for him. I don't do that because I only see someone who is frivolous. I am not frivolous. There is only one thing that is frivolous about me, and it is my stupid-ass Italian name, which is Tita di Girolamo. That is a very frivolous Italian name. It's, it's, it's a funny bit that this guy's name is Tita, which is kind of, like, ridiculous. Is it? I don't really have a barometer for Italian names. It just sounds, just sounds a bit silly and a bit juvenile, and he's, like, this, you know, two things that he's not mm. at all. Is it like the Italian equivalent of Jimmy? Yeah, a yeah. little bit. Okay, uh, slipping Jimmy. Um, so, but oh, so geez, he, twenty he, Jimmys listening. Mm-hmm. But so he he makes contact with this uh, with this waitress finally, uh, and then realizes that she's not looking at him, but looking past him at a funeral uh, cortege that's going past, like on horseback. You get some really interesting, like um, uh, some sound work where you hear the sort of like clatter of the the hoofs of the like horse-drawn hearse outside and then sort of very muffled inside and, you know, this feeling of, like, separation through this plate-glass wall. Yeah, because this this film does something really interesting with the themes of, Mm. like, in particular, ageing masculinity, Mm -hmm. which is Mm. something we haven't seen a whole lot of on the podcast so far. But he's really staring down the barrel, is Tita, and, like, we see later on there's an older couple in the hotel, too, that he's kind of a little bit obsessed with. Yeah, but from moment one, he's always associated with, always close to death, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, the, when she looks past him at, a, you know, like a dead body, that's an example of what we in the trade like to call foreshadowing. My God. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cinema. Crazy, right? This movie This movie has themes. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I'm not being sort of down on it in that way. I think, you know, uh, like we said about, you know, the fact mm. that it's cinema with the capital C, it, it kind of, it earns that, but... There are a few times when you go, oh, this, this, I'm hitting the big themes button. And he basically, he's basically just a Sigma male because people in this hotel are constantly oh, we'll trying to, to talk we'll to get him. get to this bit. Okay. <laughs> well, so, so Sophia says goodbye as she's leaving and he just ignores her. Uh, another guy comes and is like, oh, hey, do you, I'm like here on a business trip. I'm alone. Like, do you want a game of chess? And he's just like, eh, whatever. Like just giving him like one word answers. Yeah. He he lies about uh, what company he works for. He he likes. Uh, he says he works for an investment firm, and he gives the name of like a company he's read on the name of a blender or something. And it, but so I want to talk about the sigma maleness of this because right. the whole first sequence of this movie, right? He absolutely goes out of his way not to speak to women. Uh, the most beautiful woman in the world routinely tries to like attract his attention, even to provoke him. At one point, she like l- like 
I think deliberately leaves a curtain open so he can see her like get changed and take her shirt off. You know, later on she'll actually confront him about this. Uh, the maid who cleans his room is kind of like obsessively curious. He doesn't say a word to her to the point of rudeness. He'll just like, mm-hmm. leave a conversation and just walk away from them. And so you can make this joke, right? That this is this is a sigma male, right? Like yeah. the, like, like from the memes, you know. I, I I speak, you know, English to my friends, Arabic to God, and I don't speak to women, right? One hundred percent. Oh, I, oh, but oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already imagining it. I'm, like it's in black and white. It's cutting back and mm-hmm. forth from him. Can you break yeah, a yeah. broken heart? Is he's, on. He, he's he's a Chad and so yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. I, I have I have laid a trap here because as soon as you said Sigma male, you have activated the sort of secret <laughs> trap phrase here <laughs> oh, because shit. I I have some thoughts. It's been a while since I played Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. So, so I I think. The fact that we can make this joke and the fact that we know listeners will get it and will laugh speaks to how normalized a really extreme form of misogyny has become since 2005 when this movie was made. Because this is not a subtle movie about like spiritual poverty mm-hmm. and like internal exile. And he, like, this is not by any accounts a man who is doing well in any sphere of his life, but like we have this framework uh, existing already in like in memes or whatever to valorize this guy, even ironically, and I think that's really revealing and really sad. Ooh, that's quite enough of that. If you want to hear the rest of this episode of Kill James Bond and all the fascinating Alice analysis that's going to happen after this point, um. It's, this is a peak Atlas episode. I, I love that woman so much. Uh, Patreon.com slash killjamesbond, all one word. Five pounds a month. 